When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Austin, Texas, Central Texas, worldwide. Yo, y'all already know the deal with D'Angelo playing smoothly in the background. A melody that is so cleansing that it just mm, revs my engine. Uh, Real life, real talk nation, what's going on, y'all? Uh, Without any further ado, let's do it how we do it. Yes, and let's kick it how we kick it, all right? No matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., listen to me, at 12 p.m., it's my time, my time to give you the sunshine. And from the north to the south to the east to the west, listen, do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, listen to me, you know you are blessed. It's Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I am live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face mm-hmm. energy to waste yes that's right and if you're looking for inspiration unity and community then watch this ladies and gentlemen watch this it is guaranteed listen to me it is guaranteed that you are in the right place and so you already know yes let's go ladies and gentlemen so that we can grow and uh you know without further ado y'all i want to say this uh, feel free to send in your text messages, 512-337-3776. This is the Horn Radio Station, y'all. We are live, we are local, and we are digital. And this network, this station, is home to some of the best shows on this Saturdays, uh, this side of the Mississippi, y'all. And so kudos, congratulations, and shout-outs to all the shows on our network. Listen, we are a team, and it is an honor and a privilege to be a part of of this team. And so, um, y'all, I want to be honest, man. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, listen, it's with a heavy heart that I approached the microphone today. Uh, San Diego State University, y'all know that's where I went to school. That's where I played my football at. That's where I met my wife at. That's that's the university that gave me so much. Uh, we suffered a great loss in our football program. Dallas Cowboy Nation, y'all may have felt this. Um, Gavin Escobar was a young man who was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in 2013 in the second round, uh, playing the tight end position. And uh, we lost Gavin uh, on on Thursday of this week uh, through a rock climbing, rock climbing accident. And, and Gavin leaves behind, you know, his wife and two children and, you know, had the chance to, to meet Gavin with the tailgate uh, that I was a part of uh, when the season opener at San Diego State. And just a tremendous, amazing man. And, man, just just blessings up to his family and and prayers to the family. And that leads me to this topic. Like, listen, y'all, I I say it all the time, but listen, tomorrow is not promised to anybody, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. All we have is our today. All right? So we cannot live life. We cannot put things off as if we just expect to just rise into tomorrow because it doesn't happen. 
All right. So the people you have in your life, yo, listen, love them today in a way that you've never loved them before. All right. Dish out some compliments to a person who is in grave need, who needs to get up off of their behind, but they need that shoulder to lean on so they can go out and do what it is that their heart has on for them to do to pull them out of a situation that they are in. Like be that voice of compliment to them, because all we have is today. So how will you live today if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that all you had to do was live today? That's all you had left on your resume. One day left. Like, how would you live it? And I feel like for people who can't find that inspiration, people who can't find uh, the motivation, rather, to get out and do what it is that they need to do, wake up and just think about the fact that what if today was the only day that you had? Bro, if you don't get nothing else from this show, like, literally think about that because that's all that came over my spirit. Um you know, opening up and seeing my ticker flash on ESPN Sports Center uh, on my app this week, man. So um, I just want to challenge people with that. Yo, don't live as if tomorrow will be there. All we have is today, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. And so I promise I'm going to give my today everything that I have, and I know you will too. Um, and listen, uh, I'm very passionate about multiple sclerosis. I say it all the time. It It is my mission, right, to leave things better than the way I found them, all right? And so I challenged myself to do this same thing, and, and so that's why I'm excited. I'm excited, all right? Houston, Texas, October the 13th, our Reach on the Road panel as a family, right? Our Multiple Sclerosis Awareness panel um, for the underserved community, for the black and Latino community to shed light on multiple sclerosis in our community to create a level of awareness is hitting Houston, Texas. We're taking on the road from Austin, Texas to Houston, Texas. We envisioned it. We dreamed it. We're making it our reality, putting the show on the road, have an educational panel that I will be leading along with uh, some great co-hosts, Jose Diaz, uh, amazing neurologist in Houston, Texas for the Latino community. Dr. Eddie Patton, representing the black and African-American community. We're going to dive in deep. Uh, with uh, with patients as well as caretakers that will serve on the panel with me. And y'all know we like to have fun with what we're doing. The show is not just going to be a sit on uh, up there and hear some people talk. No, we're going to have live music that's taking place. We're also going to have some great restaurants that are going to be there. Um, we have we have uh, 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 people like Shipley Donuts. We have Amy's Ice Cream that's going to be there. Uh, shout out to Cafe Natalie who's going to be preparing some amazing dishes for us. And you know with our spy, with our sponsors, Biogen, uh, Genentech, Bristol Myers Squibb. All these people have come together because they believe in something that we dreamed up during the pandemic, and we are still doing it. All we have. Right is our today. All right. So please, please mark your calendars. October the 13th um, is going to be uh, in Houston, Texas, the Heights Villa in Houston, Texas, nearby Rice Village. And uh, yeah, shine up at ProPlayerFoundation.org. If you know somebody who's living with MS, you know, caretakers with MS, they don't want to miss, they don't need to miss this panel that we're bringing to Houston, Texas. So spread the word about that. Um, It's going to be from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. We will have a meet and greet hour, a social hour that takes place before the show. So come in, we're going to feed you, have some drinks, we'll have some fun. And we're also, also going to dive in. Uh, into this multiple sclerosis dialogue that we need to have amongst our communities. And and speaking of community, I want to tell people this. Like, we're starting this off hot. We're starting this off hot. 
You can have all the goals and the dreams that you want for yourself, and I applaud you for those things. I celebrate those things. That's what we're supposed to do. All right, with your gift, your purpose, with all those things that are on your heart, the mission that has been commissioned, right, over your life, the mission that has been commissioned over your life, the charge that you're supposed to do, I want to ask you this question, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. Does that mission have an end point, an end game? After you climb that mountain, you've gotten to where you want to be, you're climbing that journey, you're getting where does that road allow you to bring your gift of service into the community? I want to give a special shout out to the National Society of Black Engineers. Uh, They invited me in to speak uh, to youth ages uh, grades 6 through 12 this past Sunday. And the future of these young young minds, uh, men and young men and young women was so bright, right? Um, it was so incredibly powerful. It always feels good to give back to our community. And I think that's what I want people to not lose or lose sight of in the shuffle. No matter what you're doing with your gift, with your purpose, with your love, make sure you have an end game to bring it back to the community. If it's not being brought back into the community to leave things better um, amongst the young minds than the way it was left before, then what are we doing it for? All right? I promise, I promise Life will come back to you tenfold when you take the time to give it back to that next generation and show people how you did what you did. You want to make this world better? We want to make this place a greater place? We need to start talking down on our youth and give back to our youth, right? They need us. And, 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 and we are that voice. When you climb and you have your goals, when you're doing the things that you want to do with your life, when you have gotten to that place and you give it back, bro, you have a platform. That means you have to share it. You have to walk in it. You have to embody it. And you have to show the next generation how you do it. That is the, the method, the formula, um, the science as to how we better this country, how we better this world that we live in. We got a job to do. All right. Don't just be selfish with your stuff. Find a way to, to, to at the end of the day, design a program, design a plan to take that knowledge, to take that wisdom of how you've done what you've done and give it back because that next generation, yo, they need it. They need it. All right. And, 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 and that's perspective for us. I think um, the title of my, my let that marinate on my on your cerebrum for today. I want to get to this because this is important. The title of that let that marinate on your cerebrum. And again, special shout out to National Society of Black Engineers, because y'all were uh, y'all were the voice that allowed me to come up with this. And, and I want y'all to I had to write this down. This was special. Listen to me. Let that marinate on your cerebrum. If children don't learn, that means men and women don't know. Hmm. Long story short. Children won't learn if adults don't teach. Mm. Yeah, write that down. I'm going to say it again and say it again, all right, because it starts with us. Stop stop chastising the next generation. We need to look at what we haven't been doing as adults, as our millennial generation. We're like, like, what are we doing that we've missed over the next generation? Check this out. If children don't learn, that means men and women, yo, don't know. Long story short, Children won't learn if adults don't teach. What I'm telling you is, as we look at the gap, as we're looking at our young people, as we're looking at the next generation, the next future leaders of this country, and we're trying to figure out, and we're trying to say they're wilding out, they're under control, they're not, I mean, and they're out of control. They don't work as hard, they're lazy. When we're saying all these things about them, are we looking at our mirror and asking ourselves, what have we done to invest back into the community? We'd rather point the finger instead of recognizing that maybe as parents, as adults, we haven't been handling our babies the way that we should. We haven't been teaching them. We haven't been spending time with them. We haven't been loving on them. I think uh, Deion Sanders said it the best. Kids nowadays, they like things. They like the Instagrams. They like the comments. They, They like their sport. They like their hobbies. But they don't love things anymore. 
We haven't shown our babies how to love so much so that they can't be committed to the things that they set out to do. Because we haven't showcased to them the value of loving something. Y'all, it's on us. So the next time you chastise, the next time you ridicule, recognize that the babies aren't learning because men and women don't know. They don't process the information because they aren't taught it. It's because we as leaders, as the adults right now, we don't know. We haven't closed doors that need to be closed. We haven't searched ourselves and got rid of our pain and those points of forgiveness in our lives. So therefore, we can't bestow the right knowledge and wisdom onto the next generation because we haven't cleared it up for ourselves. That's why I tell people, you got to start with yourself. You got to be selfish with yourself. You got to start walking in and healing yourself and doing it today. My goodness, let that made on your cerebral. We're going to dive in deep. This is Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Um, we're going to get into some things. I'm going to come back on the other side of this break, go into this, let that man in your cerebral a little bit more before we get into our message. You train so you can tolerate the pain. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Have a spirit of excellence, kind, generous, courteous, then those qualities are going to rub off on you. You got to get these blessings. So tired of stressing, learning new lessons, plenty questions. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that, man. I had to keep it texting right here, y'all. Come on, Slim Thug. Yo, I love, I love this song, man. It's got, uh, it's called Church. Church, not church. Church. Uh, by the great Slim Thug. Yo, Third Coast, north side of Houston, Texas Rays. Uh, a legend, an icon in the rap community. Uh, just a powerful message within this song. And I'm telling y'all, man, you can download it. Ain't got no curse words. As a matter of fact, even has the great Joel Osteen uh, speaking over the chorus providing levels of inspiration during the rap music, man. This is Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Real life, real talk nation. Stand up. All right. As I said before, dedication of this radio show to the to the late um, Gavin Escobar, San Diego State Aztec. We lost him uh, on Thursday uh, of this week. Um, prayers up to him and his family. He leaves behind uh a wife and two children. Uh, Gavin played for the Dallas Cowboys, which drafted, <clears throat> excuse me, by them in 2013 uh, as a second round draft pick. Played alongside the great, uh, the the great Jason Witten. So uh, my dedication is to my fellow Aztec brother. Appreciate you, Gavin. Yo, rest in heaven. Uh, real life, real talk, nation. I'm at TC Speaks 32 on all social media platforms. Send me an email at Tyler at TCSpeaks.com. Pleasure to walk with you. I will respond. Find me on IamTylerCampbell.com. All right? <clears throat> so if you're just joining us uh, coming into this second session or second segment, um, for the topic of Let That Marry Down Your Cerebrum, I was talking uh, to everybody about this powerful quote that I wrote down. And I said, if children don't learn, that means men and women don't know. Long story short, children won't learn if adults don't teach. And I think we always look at that next generation and we see a gap. We see that they don't do things like how we did things. We say they don't work as hard. We say that they're this. We say that they're that. And my challenge and my question to everybody who's listening to this show, because you have a goal, right? You are listening into this show because you are taking your life to another level. Because you are that entrepreneur. Because you are that leader. Or because you are just aspire, aspiring to take to take change or because you need that voice of reason because you try to change your life, but the rest of the people in your inner circle, they ain't rocking like that. They don't understand that. So you're here. 
You're here. You're looking to try to receive something that help keeps you keeping on, as they say. And so my challenge is we can't start ridiculing that next generation off of doing things differently, off of not having it like we had it without first looking at ourselves and seeing what is it that we did wrong? Where did we fail them? Because it's not on them, yo. That's on us. It's it's on us that we didn't give them the tools, that that we didn't take the time to pass down the lessons, that that we got complacent in our teaching, that that we lost touch of values, that that the family has starting to get broken up a lot more, that more children are are getting raised in single parent. Like all these things, they are our responsibility. They are the man or the woman in the mirror's responsibility. And I want to say this, yo, please write this down. Write this down. Write this down. As a woman, true femininity femininity accepts responsibility. As a man, true masculinity accepts responsibility. We have to hold ourselves accountable and we have to be responsible to bestow the right lessons on the next generation because they will be the leaders. So you have a gift, you have a goal, you have things you're wanting to accomplish at the end of your mission, at the end of your statement, at the end of your vision, it should have a moment where you take what you've learned, you take what you have, and you implore it and you enthrust it back into the community. That's what we're not doing. We're so focused on getting to where we want to be that we forget where we once were and the impact it could have of the kids who are there now. We got a job to do, ladies and gentlemen. Real Life Real Talk Nation, we got this. This is our responsibility. At the end of what it is that you're doing, whatever doors you're trying to knock down, yo, whatever doors you're trying to walk through, make sure that at the end of the day, your plan ends up with you taking that knowledge and wisdom and giving it to the next generation. They need something, and it's on us to give it. That's that let that man on your cerebrum, all right? All right, write that down. If children don't learn, that means men and women don't know. Long story short, children won't learn if adults don't teach. We got to teach them what we know. We haven't been teaching like we need to, all right? Principal, that's the, I mean, that's the let that man in our cerebrum, all right? Now, without further ado, y'all forgive me. I went ham on that because I'm passionate about that because thanks to the National Society of Black Engineers, that, that speaking engagement that I had last week, that was all that was on my heart. Beautiful faces, brilliant minds. How many of us are coming back to give them something? Yeah, yeah. Keep that with you. Tuck that in your hip pocket. Carry it with you for the rest of the day. All right, here we go. Here we go. Today's message, this is what, this is what was on my heart, really on my heart to give to you all today. You train so you can tolerate the pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. We coming with it today. All right? That's the message title for today. You train so you can tolerate the pain. I think things change in our lives when we know that what we're trying to do or what we are aspiring to do with our lives, these things that have never been done, all right? Trying to ascend to another level in your employment, trying to become that better husband or brother in the life, like trying to, I guess, change professions even. Yo, it's, it's hard. It's going to be painful. There's a pruning process that's going to come from it. But I feel like things get a little bit easier on you when you know you're walking into a situation and you know this is going to be painful. You've already prepared yourself for it. So that way, when those jabs of life, when those uppercuts of challenges, when that ridicule, when that when that disbelief, 
when those chastising remarks, when those hurtful things are said to you, you become ready already for them because you made up your mind that, yo, I have to train to tolerate the pain. And when you're ready for it, when that pain hits, you're able to break and shed tackles like Earl Campbell used to do back in the day. Hello, Pop. I shouted you out today. All right? You got to train to be able to tolerate it. Yo, NFL athletes or college football players or peewee high school, whatever, there's a reason why when you play the game, you have two-a-days because you have to train for the pain. We all know that when you get in the pads and you play this game, you got to bump heads so that soreness can go ahead and start getting out of your body so you can be prepared for a long season of bumping heads, of taking your bruises, of taking your hits and taking your jabs, right? You got to prepare for that pain, all right? And principle number one when we're talking about this, you have to train yourself physically. That's why I was using the NFL players, the, the game of football, as to how people train before the season even begins, why two-a-days, why camp is so important, because you got to get your body ready for all the pain you're about to endure for a 12-game, a 16-game, a, a season that your body's going to take these jabs, all right? So you have to prepare yourself physically. I love I love Roman culture, right? I love the, the the Greek culture. Those of you who listen to this show, you know that I love Latin, Cuomodo, Agatis, Hodier, you know, um, Sonatus, Populusque, Romani, all these Roman sayings. I learned those as a teenager who took Latin for numerous years. When I learned the story of a gentleman by the name of Phidippides, yo, it, it, it changed my life, all right? We have what is called a marathon. And, and, and matter of fact, I'll dive deeper into that for a world record that was just broken in the marathon. Um, again, uh, but what I want to let people know is when you think of the word marathon, do you really understand where it comes from? And it comes from this gentleman in 490 B.C. by the name of Pheidippides. He was what they called a runner. And back in those days, yo, they didn't have telephones, right? You couldn't just call somebody. Uh, you wrote, all right? And the news didn't travel fast. So the, so the Greek culture, they actually had people who were runners to send the news. And there were battles going on um, with, 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 with battles and wars being taken place. There was a situation where there was a battle uh, with, with the Greek, with Greeks versus Persians in the battle at Marathon. And what ended up happening is the Greeks beat the Persians in the battle of Marathon. So they need runners to travel the news back to let people know that we won. Phidippides was one of those runners. Matter of fact, he'd been traveling all around Sparta, uh, all these different places, delivering news of what was taking place in the army. So when this, when this, when this battle happened for Marathon, it was a 26-mile run from, from Marathon to take the, the information all the way back to Greece. All right? So he, he did this. He did this running. And because he had been running for so many, so many days, because his body was probably so incredibly exhausted from pushing himself, um, he ran from Marathon back to Greece in this sector, and it took him 26 miles. And he, when he gave the news to, to the leader of the country, after he gave the news, he died. He died. He had been training so long for the pain that he was going to endure, 
it allowed him to literally push for 26 miles to deliver this captivating news that would help set his country free that they finally beat the Persians in the Battle of Marathon. And that is why we have the marathons to this day. It's named after what Pheidippides did all these years ago in 490 B.C. And I want to tell people, although I'm using it as an example and, and Pheidippides did pass away. All right. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the man had to train his body for numerous instances to endure and to be able to handle the pain that was coming his direction because it was in, it was on his shoulders to deliver news of the wars that they were fighting. You have to train yourself literally physically for what it is that you want to go after. There's going to have to be some sacrifice of your body that you're going to have to give up physically to get to where it is that you want to be. Not saying that you're going to play football. Not saying that you're going to run a marathon. But let's be real. Your body is about to go through some things. It's about to go through some changes. It's going to go through some challenges. It's going to receive some bumps and some bruises. Physically, your body will go through some things when it comes to going after what you want in your life. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. But it's coming. There's going to be hurtful times. There's going to be physically physical challenges. Will it be less sleep? Will there be some denyance of food along the way? Will your palate have to change? All right? Will sleep hours uh, have to be strategically put in place? Well, you got to take a nap. From, there's going to be physical changes that are going to go through your body for you to have to get to where it is that you want to be. And I think when I hear the slogan, you know, train, um, uh, you know, for so you can tolerate the pain, people are already going physical from the, from the get green. That's why I put it as principle number one. Yo, this man ran 26 miles. Because he understood that what he was doing was bigger than him. So he could let the news travel all the way back to his country that they won the war. And he was just one of the many runners. But because he took his job so seriously, yo, it helped set his country free. Running from marathon all the way back to Greece. What are you willing to put your body through so that you can accomplish what has been placed over your heart? Make your mind up. Know that you have to tolerate some pain. That way you can push through what it is that you're going through. There will be nicks and bruises. There will be scars that come from it. But go ahead and prep your mind, prep your body for it so that you can still continue to walk in the blessings that you need to receive. Hello. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Man, come on with it, Cali. Listen, you know you have a special track when you got DJ Khaled on the beat. Rick Ross. Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, the greatest, man, that's elite rappers, man. What a what an amazing track, man, that guy did, man. That's powerful. Y'all download that thing. It's a special track. Get the clean version, though. Get the clean version. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm at TC Speaks 32. This is the Horn Radio Station. We are live, we are local, and we are digital. Yo, let's go, real life, real talk nation, so that we can grow, all right? In case you're just now tuning in, listen, welcome to the show. Welcome. Um, we're talking about you train so that you can tolerate the pain, all right? You train so that you can tolerate the pain. In the first segment, kind of talked about the 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 story of Pheidippides, man, and letting people know, listen, Latin culture was big for me, and learning these stories in 490 B.C., which is where Pheidippides' story takes place from, yo, powerful story. And those of you who don't know, you know, Pheidippides is the reason why we have marathons in the world today. The, the races, the marathons, and it's because one man, his track, uh, his responsibility was he was a runner, all right, for Greece. He was somebody responsible for, yo, delivering the good news, right? Delivering the good news. Come on. They didn't have telephones back in the day, right? 
And so they had runners, people who were literally trained to cover the mass distances and bringing back the news. So Pheidippides, his journey in total going from Athens to Sparta when wars were taking place, yo, his total journey was 300 miles. But in this instance, in this instance, hello, he made a journey from 20 for 26 miles from the city of Marathon or what was called the Battle of Marathon and bringing the good news back to Greece that they had beat the Persian army. So with the 26 mile track, that's why marathons are 26 miles long. Now, the point two was put in place uh, because Queen Alexandria in the early 1900s, she wanted the first ever marathon race to end like at closer to uh, her, her box where she could visibly see the winners. So that's why we have the point two miles that are on the earth that, that are on marathons to this day. That's why we have the point two miles that are on marathons to this day. Uh, and so. But Pheidippides is the reason being. And what I was informing people of was like you have to literally be able to put your body through the understanding that it's going to go through some physical challenges. Yeah, whatever you're going to go through, there's going to be some physical challenges, some bumps, some bruises, some nicks, some cuts, some hurts and some pains that you're going to go through to get what it is that you are hoping to receive out of life with your goal and your dream. And let's just cut to the chase and let's just get it out the way that we know this thing is going to be painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this thing that we're going for is going to hurt. Because once you wrap your mind around that and once you understand that you have to train, once you understand you have to get some sleep, once you have to understand that you get some physical um, nourishment back into your soul, uh, you start eating a little bit differently. Once you start training your body ready and get it ready for the endurance and the pain it's going to have to go through, it's going to perform. Hello, there's a reason why football players go through training camp. While they go through preseason in the NFL, you got to get your body callous for a 16-game season. Yo, that's why uh, we look at the performance of the games now. Sometimes we aren't getting the performance out of our athletes. Some fantasy people are hurting, but it's because, you know, pro athletes are seeing less time in the preseason. So it takes them about four games to get their bumps, their, booze, their bruises, that acclimate to, to, pain, to pain, excuse me, um, polish so that they can perform. You have to train um, so that you can tolerate the pain. And the same rules apply when it comes to going after our goals and dreams. So get ready. Uh, first thing, you have to train for yourself physically. Secondly, you have to train yourself emotionally. All right? Write that down. You have to train yourself emotionally. And, and, and I say this because this, this came to me. I, I barely get a chance to watch TV, y'all. Come on, man. Married man, uh, have three children. One year, the one-year-old, the youngest one, say, yo, she, she demands everybody's time. So it's ripping and running. I don't get a chance to watch much TV. And what I see from sports, I often see, like, the, the, I catch Sports Center and, and get to watch, you know, you know what happens in the world. Uh, but in this past Saturday, I got lucky, and I got to see one drive, or two drives, rather, of the Wake Forest-Clemson game that took place last week. And while watching the game, it was noted that Wake Forest was continually being able to go over the top of their opponent. They were taking the top off the defense, running just straight nine routes, just straight fades. And the DB who was at Clemson, I have to believe he's a good player, he's playing ball at Clemson, he kept losing himself in the game emotionally. And it's often said by coaches, I remember hearing this personally when I played the game, it's okay to have emotions, but it's not okay to be emotional in the football game. And so the difference is you can be revved up. You can be hyped. You can be excited. You can have anger. You can have frustration. But it turns into selfishness when you start to make bonehead plays, when you start to gripe with officials, when you start to lose yourself in the game, start throwing your hands up, 
start arguing with your coaches and start uh, causing disruptions on the sidelines, that's when the game becomes too emotionally involved and you lost your emotions in it. So you have to train yourself emotionally to keep those things governed so that when you experience your highs and your lows, no matter what it is that you experience, um, you have to say even kill and focus on what it is that you're doing. And when a person is too emotional with going after what it is that they want, their reaction towards maybe not getting uh, things right, maybe getting told no, maybe getting denied, they may react in the most unprofessional way and lose the sight of their opportunity. You know, football is beautiful because it always tells you to get to the next play. I was watching this DB who was consistently getting burnt on these nine routes. He was throwing his hands up. He was grabbing his face mask, shaking his head down. He was arguing with his coaches. He even got benched in the game. Then they put a freshman in, and they threw a nine route on the freshman, and he got scored on. And this guy literally was losing himself. I think he went to a place where he was even sitting on the bench while the rest of his team was standing. Like, he lost it, all right? And I remember seeing his coaches just rattle around around him. I remember seeing the guys on his team just rally around him and just trying to uplift him, saying, we need you. We need you. And somewhere along the line, he got himself wrapped back into the game. He got his emotions in check and wasn't overcome emotionally, outwardly, and they got another chance to come back in the game. Long story short, when it came to overtime, he was a part of the side of the field that was able to bat down a ball when West, when Wake Forest was going for the winning touchdown in overtime. He found a way to bounce back. He wouldn't bounce back if somebody didn't help coach him through getting his emotions in check because they were pouring out negatively from an emotional standpoint. All right, so you have to train yourself emotionally. Get ready for the peaks. Get ready for the valleys that are going to come. And give yourself grace and patience towards what it is that you're doing. There's going to be good news. There's going to be great moments. And, yeah, you can't allow yourself to get so high off those great moments that when you receive your yeses, when doors are open to you, when people do say, come on in, when your boss does give you that raise, when somebody celebrates your role as a parent, you can't get too comfortable. You can't get too emotionally involved with what they're telling you because you have a greater job to do because you want to be consistent for more opportunities that are coming your way. That won't be the last. That's the expectation you have to have over your heart. And vice versa, when you're dealt that bad news, right, when things are rejected, when people are telling you you can't do this, you can't bottom out, you can't get overly emotional From a selfish standpoint, you can't react to that in a negative way. You can't let other people steal your thunder. You can't always just take matters into your own hands and be unprofessional in a professional surrounding. You got to keep yourself even keel. You got to be able to move on to the next play. Hello, football. As a DB, you got to have a quick memory because so people are going to complete passes on you. You got to have a quick memory loss uh, stance in your life. And you got to move on to the next play. Move on to the next play. It's easier to do that when you're training yourself to be emo- having your emotions in check and not getting too emotionally involved in whatever feedback you are gaining when it comes to climbing this mountain of getting to where it is that you want to be. The young man at Clemson got his life back in order. He did whatever he had to do on the sideline. I don't know if it was teammates. I don't know if it was coaches. But he was able to get back in the game, and he was able to be a part of that drive 
where they ultimately ended up winning in overtime. They threw the ball to his side. Man, and it is an unbelievable story. So how will you train yourself emotionally, right? What is it that you are going to have to do so that you don't shut down when things don't work out your way? Like, how, how can you handle those things for yourself? Think about it. And it's not so much being negative. It's just being aware that, yo, I'm going to get knocked down from time to time, but I'm not going to stay down. Yeah, I got to get back up. I've got to do these things. I've got to take that next step. So set boundaries for yourself today. Set boundaries for yourself today that when that negative news comes your way, it doesn't stop you. When that uplifting, amazing breakthrough news, it only makes you hungry. It doesn't make you complacent. And when you start to have those boundaries for yourselves, those boundaries of expectations for yourself and your livelihood towards being a better woman or being a better man, that is what allows you to persevere through any circumstance. That's what allows you to keep on keeping on. All right. I love y'all. I respect y'all, man. You train so you can tolerate the pain. Principle number one, you train physically. Principle number two, we just went over. You train yourself emotionally. Got to keep that in check. All right. We'll talk on the other side of this break about the third principle. Y'all stay with me. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. 512-337-3776. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Catch y'all on the side of this break. Real life, real talk nation. We're going to wrap this thing up and put a bow on it. Let's go so we can grow. We talking blessings, baby. We talking blessings, and I'm just trying to help prepare people to be able to walk into them. Hello, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, at TC Speaks 32 on all social media platforms. All right, Real Life, Real Talk Nation. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Proud to be, man. Great song right there, Blessings, man. My kids always sing along to that song when we riding together in the back, in the back seat. It's lovely, man. It's just got a catching tune, and it just lets you know uh, by Slick Naeem, it just lets you know, like, yo, you're here for purpose. Like, you're here for being, and uh, and and blessings are coming your way. You know, uh, sooner or later, you will have your breakthrough. You just got to be able to sustain in the rain, all right? So so we talked today, uh, some news notes, and no, I, I want to take a chapter out of Rob Baber's book. I'm going to call them news notes and nuggets. Had somebody write in, send your text messages, 512-337-3776. Somebody asked for the, the femininity quote um, that I said earlier. And femininity, uh, as a woman, uh, true femininity, I can't say it, y'all, true femininity accepts responsibility, all right? That's what I said. And as a man, true masculinity accepts responsibility, all right? And for that, let that man in on your cerebrum in segment number one, because somebody's trying to write it down, um, I said, if children don't learn, that means men and women don't know. Long story short, children won't learn if adults don't teach, all right? Literally saying that the next generation isn't getting the knowledge and wisdom because we haven't accepted responsibility that we haven't been bestowing the knowledge and the wisdom onto them like we're supposed to, all right? And for today's message title, um, it was you train, or it is rather, you train so you can tolerate the pain, all right? We're talking about going ahead and getting your body calloused and ready to go to war. How do you do that? When you know that going to war for your goals, going to war for your relationships, all right, going to war for your friendships, going to war for your dreams, going to war for yourself, for your humanity, for your boundaries, for your for your life, going to war for the desires of your heart, for love. When you're doing those things, you have to train so you can tolerate the pain. 
What I mean by that is, number one, you have to train yourself physically. There are going to be some physical battles that you're going to have to do with your body to ensure that you have enough endurance to tackle the task that you set for yourself, man. It hurts trying to be the best you that you can possibly be. Yeah, there's some things that you're going to have to deny yourself. There's some overtime that you're going to have to push on yourself. There may be some sleepless nights that you have to go through. You may have to trade in Ruth Chris <laughs> for Texas Roadhouse, all right? There's going to be some sacrifices physically that you're going to have to put forth. And when you start to callous your mind, when you start to change your palate, when you start to just prepare yourself physically, like, yo, I'm about to go to war for my dreams and my goals, and you go ahead and have that mindset, um, you're setting yourself up for success. And by the way, that success is defined for whatever you deem success to be. Not what somebody else thinks. What does success look like to you? Train yourself physically for it. Principle number two, you have to train yourself emotionally. All right? You have to be able to be somebody who can hold it together, who can have emotions, but you can't be too emotionally involved. And what I mean by that is it's okay to be hype. It's okay to be hungry. It's okay to sometimes get sad. It's okay to recognize you've been hurt. It's okay to mourn some things from time to time. But when things go, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to keep people to uh, monitor themselves for or set boundaries for is when you become too emotionally involved and it tears you down, meaning you act selfishly. And I utilize the Clemson football game versus Wake Forest where I saw a defensive back being too emotionally involved in the game. He, he, he didn't approach it like just having emotionally. He got too, by having emotions, he was too emotionally involved and he lost it. And that's when you start to do things selfishly. When I say you're too emotionally involved, that means selfishness starts to take place. The DB was grabbing his face mask. He was going off on his coaches in the sideline. He was pushing his teammates to get away from him because he had gotten burned three times in a row for touchdowns. All right? And so now he's reacting. He's reacting out of selfishness when really he should try to be keeping his emotions in check because it's four quarters worth of football, and in this case, an overtime game. You can see the young man pulling his face mask. You saw him arguing. He even got benched. And the reason he got back in the game was because they put in the freshman. The freshman got burned too. But because somehow, way, shape, or form, the young man got himself back emotions. He, got his, he, got, he was able to held, hold, held his, he's able to hold his emotions in check. And he wasn't too emotionally invested to where he couldn't perform because he was to where he, he was able to perform rather because he wasn't so emotionally invested. He could do his job and he was there to help save the game on the overtime drive where Wake Forest went for the touchdown and he was there for the incomplete pass. So he got himself together. He was able to hold his emotions in check. So you have to train yourself emotionally so that you don't go off so that you don't spaz out. So you don't do something out of selfishness when things don't work out or vice versa when you're at the top of the mountain and you're getting what it is that you want and you're seeing doors being open to you. You have to handle yourself from an emotion standpoint so that you don't get arrogant, so that you don't get comfortable, so that you don't get complacent. And then before you know it, you knocked off your mountaintop starting all over again, trying to rebuild a goal and a dream of being a better husband being a better father, being a better mother, being a better wife, being a better sister, being a better parent, all these things, being a better professional, being a better human being, all right? So keeping yourself in check with your emotions is key, all right? All right, so train yourself emotionally. Last principle, this is huge, train yourself mentally. When I think about training yourself mentally, we know that the physical stuff, the emotional stuff, you know you have to go to a place mentally like you've never been before you have to reinvent your mind in order to tackle the task that you're looking to do for yourself 
All right, it's going to require a new way of thinking because you're doing something you've never done before. You're embarking on a journey that you've never completed or you're embarking on a journey that you failed before. You have to reinvent the wheel to get back past the place in which you failed at to go further and much this, get there faster. To do that, you have to train yourself mentally. I think when I when I saw uh, the gentleman um, who just got Lee, he just broke the, uh, the, 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 the world record. He just broke his own a world record. Now I'm looking at it through, looking for his name. Through, yeah, I found it. Uh, Elliot Kipchoge. All right. He's somebody who broke his own world record when it came to the marathon. The gentleman just ran a marathon in, and let me see, I'm looking at it in two hours, uh, one minute and nine seconds. Broke his own record, which was previously two hours, two minutes and 57 seconds. And I want y'all to think about this. He's running a marathon, 26.2 miles. Imagine what your mind has to be like to keep running at a rapid pace for over two hours. Like that is, you have to transcend and take your mind to a different place. It becomes greater than physical. It becomes greater than the emotions. You got to keep those things in check. But then mentally as a human being, you, it it just showcases how, how strong is your mind to be able to hold a pace, to be able to be so dominant in a sport when you're running straight for over two hours. It requires a transcendence to another level. But why wouldn't the same principle be applied to us? What is it that keeps your mind in check? All right. Is it your music? Is it your circle of influence? Is it your spirituality? You know, a lot of people ask me, um, you know, how do you approach MS the way that you do? I tell them my faith keeps me intact. That's the thing that I cling to that holds me accountable, that keeps me in check, that takes my mind to transform, to believe that I can keep climbing, to believe that I can keep going. It's my spiritual. So when we're talking about mental, we're not just talking about what is is it? Is it something spiritual that helps you to believe, um, to help you wake up every day and believe? What is that for you? That's what it is for me. But all of those things matter when it comes to being able to train so you can tolerate the pain. Physical, the physical, the emotional, and the mental. This gentleman has broken his own world record two hours. And what's unique about it is, you know, when you see people who are running distance and doing all these marathons, they also say, imagine what the mindset is for people who aren't the professionals. What about those people who it takes uh, like three hours to complete a marathon race or even four hours? What does it say about their mental state? They're keeping their mind in check to complete a race that much longer. That's us. That's everyday people. So imagine how strong our minds are. Don't just look in awe of other people. Start being in awe of your doggone self. I say it all the time. Train yourself mentally for the desires over your heart because those things will help prepare you to, to, to get to a place faster and to help accelerate, to be able to endure. Um, it takes more than just the physical. It takes more than just the emotional. Yeah, you got to have that mental. Your mind has to be in a different place. When everybody's telling you you can't, what does your mind say? Does it say I can? This man has broken his own world record, and I just can't even imagine what his mind state is like to be at that pace. 26 miles you're running. You're doing running for two hours straight. But I don't look in awe of him and say it can't be done. I look at him and say if he can have that same mental fortitude, I feel like that same same mental process is allotted to me as a human being. So change the way that you look at things. Don't get so on people that you can't see the value of your own self. You get lost in it in the process. All right. So train yourself mentally. Have that expectation over your heart. All right. Train so you can tolerate the pain. 
Principle number one, train yourself physical, baby. It's going to be a battle of bumps and breezes. Let's get ready for it. Principle number two, let's train ourselves emotionally. All right? We got to govern our emotions. We can be emotion. We have emotions, but we can't become emotional. Principle number three, we got to train ourselves mentally. And, yeah, when I say train ourselves mentally, we got to prepare for that endurance structure. That also includes, yo, where's your spiritual heart at? Because that's going to play a role, too, in terms of you having that longevity. All right? Real Life, Real Talk Nation, I love y'all. I respect y'all. Yo, keep on keeping on. And let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Tyler Campbell at TC Speak 32 on all social media platforms. Peace.